Okay, so most people have never actually met a true believer. Now sure, we've read stories about believers, we know that true believers exist, but we hardly ever see them. Well, Be Holy is a podcast that shines light on the behaviors, the mindset, and the duties of a believer, so that we can recognize God's children even when they don't look like God's children. Yeah, it's a bit of a process. Each lesson is given by our own Pastor Nard. Your sins have been forgiven. All you have to do is believe it, and God will help you through your journey. You've traveled long enough without Him. Today on Be Holy, we're going to talk about putting on the armor of God. Putting on armor of God. Listen, we want to welcome everybody back to Be Holy. We're glad you're with us. We're glad that you're with us. We're glad that you're with us. Listen, we are going to talk about putting on the armor of God today. You know, we put on everything else. We have all kinds of vests, all types of protection, all kind of sunscreen. Uh, we we have uh, lotions. We have all these things that we protect our skin with, and we protect our eyes with certain glasses. And we have on uh, bulletproof vests to protect us from uh, the, the bullets. <laughs> we do all these things to protect ourselves. Well, we might as well protect ourselves from the spiritual world. So we're going to put on the armor of God to protect ourselves from the spiritual world and the strategies of that spiritual world. That's what we're going to talk about. Now, on the front end of this thing, uh, I heard someone on uh, social media talking about slavery and how God never talked against slavery and anything like that. Well, um, I'm not saying that slavery was okay, but slavery did bring a couple things to everybody. You know, in slavery, you would learn how to do certain works. In slavery, uh, like like most people think that all black people came to the United States through slavery. That's not true. You know, there were some that came through slavery. There were some uh, other cultures other than blacks that came in through slavery. But with slavery, they actually had transportation into this new world. Sure, the living conditions weren't all that great. And, and it might have been very, very dangerous. And even some died because of it. But because God saw fit for us to have the opportunity, see, people always talk about all oh, this, that, and slavery, and that was bad, and this was bad, and it sure was, but there were some good parts of slavery too. There are a lot of people who would have never gotten to this country who got here through slavery. And so when they came, they actually had to work on the plantations or work for this master or whoever it was. And so they learned certain works for this world. They might have had their own culture in their other world that they lived in. But then this new country, this new place, they learned different types of work. And so if you really look through the Bible, it doesn't talk against slavery. It doesn't promote slavery. It tells us how to deal with slavery. So uh, God says, because you came into this thing like a slave or a servant, you become a leader. See, even though you were in slavery, you become a leader through learning how to serve. Now, if we're going back to Jesus, Jesus didn't come down here to be served. He came down from heaven to serve. So he himself came into slavery here and he was serving people. He was doing that. And then later he became the leader. Hmm. So he's telling us also that you, my children, learn how to be servants, learn how to serve people, learn how to take care of people. 
And when the time comes, you will be leaders. Think about it today. If you want to be a leader of a big corporation of some sort, somewhere you're going to have to learn those skills. So either you're going to have to work under somebody or uh, society in itself is going to push you and push you and push you until you uh, learn the, 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 the lessons in order to lead. So nobody's going to get away from being a slave one way or another. You're working for somebody. That's that's servanthood. That's slavery also. Even if you have even if you're the one who owns the company while everybody else is sleeping, you are still working. You are trying ways or, or thinking about ways to make more money and make the uh, to service more people and to to bring more workers in and to give more benefits and to create, you know, a solution for most people. So while everybody else is sleeping, you're still being a slave because even though you own the place, even though you own the business, you are still a servant. You're still serving those who are helping you build that company. You're still a servant. And so God says, learn how to be a servant if you want to be a leader. If you want to lead, you must learn how to be a servant. Now, they said that God never said anything to the, you know, the, the or against slavery or against the masters or anything like that. But here's here's something that we got to think about. This is what God told the masters. Uh, treat your slaves in the same way. Don't threaten them. God told the masters, don't threaten your servants, your slaves. Don't threaten them. Remember you both, you, your slave, you and your slaves, you and your servants have the same master in heaven and he has no favorites. So God loves the master just like he loves the slave. He loves the slave just like he loves the master. Just like he loves the servant, he loves the one that's over him, the supervisor. He loves the worker, he loves the supervisor. He doesn't play favorites like we do. He doesn't care about favorites. Hmm. I just wanted to throw that in for you. Learn how to be a servant and then you'll know how to lead. Because then when you become a leader, you won't take advantage of the other servants. You, Once you become a supervisor, you won't take advantage of the other workers because you were a worker at one time. You didn't have all the benefits that everybody uh, upstairs had or the leaders had or all the supervisors had. So you remember what it was like not to have those benefits. And now that you're leading, now that you're supervising, now that you own your own company, you will not take advantage of the other workers and servants under you. Hmm. Masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Don't threaten them, let alone kill them. Don't threaten them, let alone mistreat them. Don't threaten them. And remember, you both have the same master in heaven. He has no favors. Now, verse number 10 talks about putting on the whole armor of God. Now, we went from slavery to putting on the whole armor of God. Number 10, uh, we're at Ephesians 6. I'm sorry. Ephesians chapter 6. We were at verse 9 a minute ago, and now we're at verse number 10. It says this final word be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Remember that. Be strong in the Lord, not in your power, in his power. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So don't be strong in yourself. Be strong in the Lord. 
not in your power, but in his power. Verse number 11, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. So the devil has strategies, all that evil world that we can't see. They have strategies when they're trying to break you down and bring up your past and bring up all these other things, even in church, when they're trying to do that thing, don't let them do it because those are strategies to pull you back in. You got away from sin. You got away from that evil. You turn towards God and the devil says, I have strategies. I am going back after them. They cannot. I can't lose these people who are after me. These are my children. See, the devil has children also. and He wants them back. So when they come to the Lord, he's fighting to get them back. That's why once you come to the Lord, all trouble starts. A whole lot of different kind of trouble starts because he's trying to drive you back into your old mind. Hmm. So put on God's whole armor, all of God's armor, so that it will, it'll protect you from the strategies of the devil. So in other words, the things that the devil is fighting you and me with, He's not just doing things. He's not just shooting from the hip. These are strategies. He knows what works and what doesn't work. He knows what you were in a few years ago. But now that you've turned to God, you left for years. So now he's got to come back after you with seven times stronger of that thing that you were in. You kind of get what I'm saying? So if, for instance, if I like jelly beans, um, the devil can tempt me with jelly beans as an example. But if I don't like jelly beans, he can't tempt me with jelly beans. So he knows that I used to eat jelly beans way back when before I came to the Lord. And so now if he wants to get me back, he's going to try to throw all types of jelly beans, all flavors of jelly beans, all shapes of jelly, beans, all sizes of jelly beans to try to get me back with him. But God says, put on your whole armor, put on, put on the whole armor of God, not yours, God's armor, not your armor. God's armor so that you can stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Verse number 12, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world. Hmm. That's what we're fighting against. We're not fighting against people. We're fighting against evil spirits that we can't see. It's a dark world out there that we can't even see against evil spirits in heavenly places that's what you're fighting against not your husband you're fighting against evil spirits in heavenly places not your wife you're fighting against evil spirits in those dark places in heavenly places you're not fighting against your children you're fighting against evil spirits and that's why god said those who those who uh who are born of the spirit those who have the holy ghost will cast out devils that's the first line of defense we we have on his armor and we can cast those same spirits that's trying to take over cast them out yeah but we don't talk about that in church we want to sing songs for days and we want to dance for days and it's all good we can dance we can sing but when it comes time for uh spiritual warfare which is 24 hours a day always be ready because god says this is what he said in mark what was it mark chapter it was mark chapter 16 uh starting at verse number 17 it says these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils number one period point blank in my name 
they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up, take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Only those who believe. So, since we're fighting that 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 same uh, evil spirit, you know, twenty four hours a day, not evil spirits, evil spirits. When we're fighting them, we're in warfare. And you got to put on the whole armor of God in order to even stand against them. Verse number 13, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. And after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth with the body of armor of God's righteousness. For shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news. Well, how did you feel about today's lesson? Speak with us at beholy116 at gmail.com. Share Beholy with a friend, a colleague, or someone who needs it. Connect with us today at beholy116 at gmail.com. Your support of Beholy is greatly appreciated. Simply text the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. And if you're ever in Columbus, Ohio, give us a visit. Come visit us. Brought to you by the First Church of Christ Apostolic Way. A small church with a big heart.